Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the best things that I heard during the Great Recession was that crisis or crises reveal character. And I love that comment. I think about everything that we're all going through And I think about three levels. Think about just drawing this on a piece of paper for a second, a line horizontally. And there will be three things that you put on the line. To the far left, put a negative one and the word regress or regressing. In the middle, put the number zero. And underneath that word or that number, put the word standing or standing still. To the far right, put a plus one moving forward positively. Now let's just pretend for a second that that's what's revealing character or the people that we work with. And I go back to people who regress. These are people who are thinking about, why was I furloughed? Why did I take a pay cut? Why is the company doing this to me? When in fact, there are so many businesses that were doing well and the crisis hit And it absolutely capsized them. So it begs the question, is it personal? Or is the company really trying to fight through very difficult times? Now, getting furloughed, taking a pay cut is very tough. But people can also regress without those things. Being critical of management of what they're doing to navigate during these waters, but not offering up helper solutions. So there's a million different definitions we could give, but people who are regressing are typically those who complain but don't participate in the solution. Now, some people can be standing still, doing their jobs, doing them well, yet not really going above and beyond the call of duty, really not going forward to help the organization. They're doing what is expected, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yet, it begs the question, why aren't you doing more? Then to the far right, we ask you to put down the words moving forward positively, a plus one. Those are the people. Those are the people stepping forward, going above and beyond the call of duty. And recently I was talking to a business partner and he was telling me how much he was working on weekends. And he said, it's like you can't get away from work. And he was kind of at first perception-wise complaining. And I kind of smiled at him. We were doing a Zoom call, and he said, what are you smiling at? I said, do you hear yourself, John? He said, what? I said, you're working seven days a week. He said, yeah, business is... And he stopped. He's ready to say the word crazy. I said, things are pretty good? He said, yeah, you know what, Tim? I'm happy you just did that. I said, look, I get it. I'm with you. I have the same feelings. I'm working six, seven days a week. Business is good. But it's a weird feeling, isn't it? He said, yeah. And he said, I'm literally helping companies, our customers out on Saturdays and Sundays so it doesn't interrupt their work. I said, yeah, I've done the same thing with some companies. 
I said, what do you think they're saying about us? And he smiled back and he said, probably pretty good things. Now here was a guy who was a plus one, moving forward positively, doing whatever the company needed, whatever his customers needed. And he started to regress a little bit. It's tough. Crisis reveals character. So how do we coach people when these characters are revealed? I want to give you a three-step strategy. First, I want you to think about questions. Second, I want you to think about reflection. Third, I want you to write down the word journal or journaling. So let me go back to my conversation with my friend John. I said to John, so John, you're working seven days a week. And I asked him that question in that moment. What do you think they're saying about you? What do you think they're saying about us? Going above and beyond the call of duty. That was my way of reminding him to feel good about his situation. Now, had I said to John, John, you should really feel good. You're lucky. You know, you're not being furloughed. It would have come off as dictation. He would have dug in deep and even been more defensive. I've lost my weekends. Yet he was arbitrarily going above and beyond the call of duty, and he should have been proud of himself. And he jumped right over to the regression. Didn't mean to. It's human nature. It's behavior. And I asked him questions. So here's a few questions for you. Ask people a self-actualized question. What are you going to do to successfully overcome this? A self-actualized question is a success imperative with a what question. What are you going to do to successfully and then fill in the blank? What are you going to do to successfully get away from work and give yourself a mental break? What are you going to do to successfully help that customer out to create that wow factor? What are you going to do to successfully go above and beyond the call of duty that people are really going to notice you inside the organization? It is the most powerful form of question you can ask because it frames out in their mind to do what? To react positively. Number two, reflection. Give your people time to think and reflect. Give people time to literally reflect. Give them a thought. Give them a question. Give them a challenge. Give them a perspective. And stop the conversation. Here's what I mean by that. Now, I'm not saying stop all conversations. What I'm suggesting is to help people think. Time is a wonderful ally. Reflection is a wonderful ally for coaching. We talk about it in emotional intelligence all the time. Self-awareness and self-regulation. A lot of times, much like my friend John, who's working seven days a week, and we start to become defensive because we're losing our time, we go into yeah, but mode. That's where reflection helps you. So let me give you another scenario. There is a friend of mine who's going through a situation where he has some discord with a fellow manager. And every time I offered a suggestion, I got the proverbial, yeah, but you don't understand. And so I asked him during the conversation, I said, so why did you share this with me? And before you answer, why did you share this with me? Was it to have a discussion or was it to argue with me? Now, don't, don't answer just yet. And I smiled at him, used a little bit of the infamous Tim Hagen humor. And the guy said, well, to, 
to have a discussion. I said, can I share something with you? He said, sure. I said, I'm as guilty of this as anyone, so please take this with a grain of salt. Every time I've offered a suggestion, whether you're aware or unaware, I owe it to you as a good friend to share with you, you've, you've basically cut me off and you've said, yeah, but. I feel like I'm in an argument. I don't even work at your company. I don't want to argue. I want to have a good day. And we both started laughing. He said, man, am I doing that? I said, yeah. I said, I do it all the time. I said, you know, it's human nature, right? We kind of defend what's ours. And I said, can we do something kind of weird? He said, sure, let's get together next week, whether it's a Zoom call or in person. And I want to leave you with a thought. What are you going to do to successfully engage with that teammate? What are you going to do to make the relationship better? And more importantly, this is a big question, more importantly, what will that do from other people's perspective and visibility of the two of you? Now, I don't want you to answer now. I want to get back together and I just want to talk about it. So the questions were, what are you going to do to successfully engage with that person? And what are you going to do to make things better? And more importantly, what positive visibility will that provide other people who are watching the two of you argue and fight during this time of a pandemic crisis? And why is that valuable? Essentially, what was I saying? You guys are fighting during a pandemic crisis. You are drawing attention to yourselves unnecessarily. Now, had I said that, I probably would have gotten the yeah, but back. So we got back together. Tone was different. It was calmer. And before we got back together, he took it upon himself to meet with this other person and said, look, we're in a crisis. We are drawing attention to ourselves that we're not getting along. We've got to find a way to find some common ground. I am willing to do whatever it takes. The other person said, look, I owe you an apology. And they started to <laughs> apologize and commiserate with each other and, and how they were handling things. These are stressful times, but crisis reveals character. Now, both of these have high character, but we kind of lost sight of our character during this time, this tumultuous time. Then I asked him to do something else. After he shared this with me, I said, do you journal? He said, no, no, I don't journal. I don't think I'd ever journal. And I picked up my journal. I said, I journal every day. I write, journal my thoughts. I journal my positive observations. I journal my frustrations. I journal a lot of things. I'd like to challenge you. He said, sure. I said, journal the two things that this person does really well that you've had some discord with. And he started to say something to the effect of, well, you know, why would I? And he stopped and he looked at me and goes, I'm doing it again. I said, look, think about what this person does well. I'm not asking you to love this person. I'm not asking you to hug and kiss this person when we get back to the new normal. I'm not asking you to ignore the discord. Yet often when we have discord, it becomes front and center. It's the only thing we visibly become aware of. A couple weeks go by and he said, man, the relationship's tremendously better. And he said, I did something that was really unique. I held up my journal and I gave her the feedback. And this person goes, are you like watching me? And my friend said, no, I'm actually journaling because I have to become aware and I have to professionally acknowledge the good things you're doing and I don't think I've done that she said wow that's really cool she said where did you get this idea well I have a friend in the coaching business and he started to explain a little bit about me 
So when we have tumultuous times, think about questions. What are you going to do to successfully fill in the blank? Number two, ask questions and don't allow for responses. Literally tell people, look, I've given this question a lot of thought. I've given these questions a lot of thought. I want to give you ample time to think about them. Time is a wonderful thing. Reflection is a wonderful thing. Reflection is statistically through research proven to help people become more self-aware. When we're in the throw of conversation and we're in the throw of a crisis and stress, we lose some of that self-awareness. Number three, journaling. When we structure journaling to be facilitated in a way it helps us maintain or regain positive focus, guess what? Especially in my situation I shared with you, the discord is never as great as we think. What happens with discord, what? Is that the emotions behind it make it bigger than what it really is. So the three-step strategy, think of questions, give people time to reflect when you ask those questions or some of those questions, and ask them the journal, observations, things that they're feeling positively. When we journal, the book, The Progress Principle, points out, we can reduce our stress up to 23%. Again, crisis reveals character. Help people regain their high integrity character. Help people regain themselves. These are tumultuous times. This three-step strategy will really help you out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.